Good evening. Good evening, everyone. So right now we are here, um, yes, at the Meditation Center of Chicago. And let me see. Okay, all right. Uh, we also do the Facebook Live as well. So we have some people joining us from Facebook and we have um, some people also join us uh, via Zoom. So no matter where you are watching from, I like to welcome all of you to this special daily pause. As all of you know, today we have a um, guest teaching month, Lompi Burin with us. It's been so difficult actually to, to have Lompi Burin with us because of his busy schedule. But for some of you who may not know um, or may not remember Lompi Burin, let me tell you a little bit about Lompi Burin. So Lompi Burin is um, the monk who led us in um, the, retreat, the retreat last year. How many of you joined um, the retreat in November? Type yes if you joined the retreat in November. Okay. And then also, he also uh, led us in full moon meditation, the one that you attend with almost like uh, 200 of you attended together. He is the one. And also um, recently, he also went to guide the meditation 200 of C uh, CEOs at the uh, Harvard Business School. Moreover, he has been helping lots of people from 80 countries around the world to really regain a connection to their true self. All right, without further ado, let's welcome Lumpi Burin together. Um, I'm going to say it in Thai, okay? This Thai word is actually mean hello. This is like um, a respectful way to say hello to um, our teaching monks. Can you hear me, Lumpi? Oh, Lumpi. Okay, okay. I think you can talk now, right? Hello. Can you see right. me? Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to put the spotlight uh, to you so you can be on. Uh, okay, spotlight. Okay, all right. Yes. How are you doing, huh? I'm good. 
<laughs> I'm good. Uh, another meditation before going to bed is good. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and this is a very, very special time. So we have like around 10 people joining from uh, uh, Facebook Live, and we have like uh, 12 joining from here. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for, for joining. And if you're on Facebook, if you like to share this to others, feel free to share it to others. And um, without further ado, um, yeah, I think let's let's start. Huh? I mean, it's been a while that I haven't seen you. And um, last time I met you in uh, New York, and then you mm -hmm. let us uh, in full moon meditation. So thank you so much it's, um, for, for doing all of these for all of us. Actually, before we really start, our meditation tonight, I actually like to ask you this because I saw you have been doing the daily my shower mm -hmm. every single day. It's mm -hmm. like up until now, you're still doing it. Like, yeah, it's uh, actually 43. This consistently, why you do what you do? Yeah, 43. Wow, yeah. In a row. Yeah, nonstop, every day. <laughs> And, and I know that some of us actually also like go and wash you like almost every day too, like for some of our participants. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so um, what make you do uh, what you do and, and why, why, why do you do that? <laughs> you know, it's actually uh, two, two, three main reason that I, it become a part of my routine that, um, I guide meditation every day. I share wisdom every day. And uh, two major reasons is that um, I was asked by my New, New Yorker friends that, oh, right now, a lot of stress. And this is a global event, you know, this pandemic. And I do have my students around the world, you know, 80 countries that I've been in touch. So I realized that uh, this is the moment that even I'm in New York, it, 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 like amid the, the highest spot of coronavirus, but I should step up to show courage and the trust in the Dhamma, in the wisdom, and you know, share inner peace and show them that even I'm in New York, a lot of trouble, but I still can smile. I still can, uh, live a happy life. It's like a, we do not let outside factor define our happiness. We let our internal factor, which is been well touched by the Buddha, how we direct that internal in control capability to be happy. So that's one of the first reason that I feel that people need it more than ever. And I should do something for myself and you know it keep me sane instead of watching the news every day how many people die <laughs> isn't that and I, I cannot really go out it's a bit um, stressful you know situation in the apartment and cannot go to central park cannot go to anywhere it turned out to be very um, useful for my student that they said oh I heard that you in New York and we didn't see you very much now. I can meditate with you every day. Yeah, and it's good for me. I'm more 
busier than before COVID-19. That I'm happily doing this every day. And that's one of that the first one, first reason that I feel like I need to do something to, to make life of myself and other to be better. And the second one, I was inspired by my teacher that uh, he, he used to run a program every day. And I, I remember that, you know, without thinking about it at the beginning, I realized that now I'm doing exactly the same thing my teacher have done before that he share knowledge every single day nonstop. And I feel even more motivated that, wow, I understand his feeling now that need to prepare, need to teach every day. And more importantly, uh, like now every morning about 100 people from around the world join. So I get a very wonderful feedback that they need it so much right now. Like this morning, just one person in the Philippines, they said, I invite my family member who are a frontliner in the hospital to join me right now. And they thank so much for my guided meditation. It keeps them sane and happy. You know, I get this um, a feedback almost every day. And I feel even more motivated that I will go up to 100 days or <laughs> continue after COVID-19 if possible. We'll see you know, if, if health needs to be strong right? every day that I cannot get sick. <laughs> I need to take care of myself well. And then I can do it every day now, 43 days in a row. And I feel so proud that I, I do good merit, good energy in this moment. Yeah, so that's basically <laughs> why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, wow, that's um, that's wonderful. And um, yes, I, I, I also, um, I, I jump into the program sometime when I have time uh, and, uh. And, and see that people uh, really, really need this. And, and also like some people being able to join almost every day, that's like, wow, like you wake up at uh, eight, right? That is eight, right? Yeah, but like for us, like in Chicago, it's like 7 a.m. And then you join, uh -huh. like, yes, uh -huh. I heard from like uh, some of our members. All right, um, I think this is uh, time. So for those of you who are watching, if you um, would like to join the monk, uh, I'd like to ask you this, Kalumpi, uh, please uh, feel free to do it like, um, the way you do with the my shower, you can have your mm -hmm. own like a secret code number uh, for mm -hmm. people to to interact with you. Um, uh, yeah, so feel, feel free to do that here as well. Uh -huh. And yes, yeah, so I think, um, yes, for some of you who are watching and if, if you feel like um, this program may be beneficial for some of your friend, family members or frontliners, you know, feel free to um, tag them or share it to them. And without further ado, um, let's take the my shower together with uh, Long P. Okay, good. So uh, thanks for Rose uh, inviting me to the, uh, this Zoom and I go to Facebook and every platform of the Meditation Center of Chicago. And uh, I, I think there's uh, some new people also right today. So I will take this uh, moment to guide everyone. Yeah, I call it a mind shower, that every day we shower the body 
we shower our mind. And that's how we, we become healthy, both body and mind. So if um, you join and you are ready, uh, please type 072, okay, into uh, Facebook or Zoom or any channel you have, 072, that's the code to show your uh, readiness that now you are ready to meditate. I uh, will realize that. Nice. Okay. And uh, in this moment, uh, we will take this uh, simple practice that is profound. And we, we follow how the Buddha, how the great master like Longpo Wataknam, he did. That stillness is the key to the success. So uh, for the practice we're gonna do together, we will start from body relaxation. And one, the body is good. We will settle down to center of the body. It's around two finger width above the navel. So that's where we're gonna have a shower and get that water of happiness and peace and love soaking up in that uh, uh, inner peace spot together. Okay, so I saw set zero seven two from both Zoom and Facebook. I think you are ready now. So let's jump in for my shower. Please find your comfortable sitting position. Feel free to adjust your body, your sitting. Make sure that you feel super easy and simple. So from this moment, let's enjoy this shower time together. Start easily, very gently, adjusting your sitting position. To be calm, simple, and natural. And gently close your eyes. No rush, no force. Just surrender. Easy and simple, closing your eyes. And take a deep breath in and out, in and out, slowly and gently, soft and gentle. Every time that you breathe in, breathe in peace, joy, and happiness. And when you breathe out, breathe out all concern, worry, 
and tension and breathe it out. out. In and out. In and out. Slowly and gently. No rush, no force. Just surrender. In and out. In With a deep breathing, you can feel more relief. You can feel more relaxed. Maintain that good feeling, the good energy, and allow that relaxing energy. From your deep breathing, cover your body. You can breathe as normal and allow that relaxing energy flow like when you take a shower in the morning with the warm water flowing down to cleanse your body and you feel lighter, you feel clean and refreshing. You can allow relaxing warm water of peace and love flowing down from the top of your head down your forehead, your face, your ears, your neck, down to your shoulders, your arms, your hands, down to the tips of your fingers. Very gently, very softly, release, release all the tension, stress, wash it away, and allow relaxing water soaking your body, your chest abdomen, upper back, lower back, down to your waist, slowly and gently, relax, release, very calm, very peaceful, Let a warm water of peace and love flowing down to your buttocks, 
อัตเลยเราก็เลยจะเดทิปจะเดียวจอง very simple very gentle relax release loosen all the muscles and feel every single cell every single part in your body completely relax Feel like your body turns crystallized, like a transparent body, like the air can pass through. Calm and gentle, and start to melt away to the surrounding around. Melting away to the nature. You can imagine yourself sitting alone on the top of the mountain with the blue sky, the shimmering light, sunshine, and morning. The cooling, breathing wind, with the singing bird and the river flow. Feel relieved. Feel relaxed, and let it be. Let yourself melting away. Through the nature, embrace the beauty of the nature with peace, with kindness. Just surrender. Feel completely free from all things in the world. Just sitting alone. On the top of the mountain, but not lonely. You feel a deep sense of solitude, simplicity, and joy. Allow yourself to feel free, expansive to the horizon. And slowly and gently, settle down inside yourself, around the middle part in your stomach. But if your body disappears, stay anywhere that you feel good. That is your center. You can allow your awareness, gentle touch, and feel the ripples of peace 
the ripples of love spreading out from that gentle touch and feel good, feel easy, cleansing, purifying, enjoy observing at the center. Any thought, any ideas come, let them fly away like a flying bird in the sky. Just remain calm, showering your mind with peace, with stillness, with serenity. Just remain calm, gentle, and simple. But if anyone familiar with some bright image, you can pop up something bright, like the sun, the moon, the star, shining inside yourself. With the sounds of the mantra, if you like, let the mantra flow like a river. Still remain calm, peaceful, and gentle. And just be observing at the center and do nothing. Just let it be, neutrally observing. You can enjoy something bright in the mantra. Do the way you feel good, easy, and joyful. Just surrender to this moment. Feel good, connecting with all friends who are meditating together right now. This is a wonderful time. That you practice following the guidance from the Buddha, which once said, peace of mind surpasses all kinds of happiness. Enjoy this deepening moment for true peace, true happiness from the pure mind from the luminous mind, just continuing, meditating in silence for a moment.
uh -huh. from those of you who are in Zoom or for those of you who also watch uh, from, from Facebook. All right, and um, yeah, okay. Um, so I think, um, yes, there's someone say, um, I feel much calmer. I'm a nurse and this helps so much. Wow, I'm so glad to, to hear this, Wendy. Oh, nice. Yeah, keep that inner peace with you, Wendy. <laughs> the patient will need that too. And tonight we have um, people watching from uh, Illinois, like a lot of people watching from Illinois, some from Chicago, some for Orland Park, some from mm -hmm. Addison, um, some from Evanston. Wow, um, awesome. All right, so while um, you guys think about the question you like to ask, I know that all of you actually waiting for the monk to really give some tips about like um, how to deal with midlife crisis. And even for, for, for some of you, um, you know, like, yeah, we may not like have that midlife crisis yet, but why not listen to it as a prevention so that that would never, ever, ever happen to us? Or if by any chance, you know, like something happened to us, we know exactly what to do. Oh, from uh, Facebook, Tamisha mentioned that that was wonderful. Thank you. That it matter if you sit down or lay down, is there a benefit to either position? So I, I think uh, maybe um, I'd like to invite Lumpi to answer this, this question mm -hmm. first. I think it's a very good question before we really uh, talk about how to deal with midlife crisis. Okay. Um, to do meditation uh, in the long term, okay, to be really live in a peace every day, uh, you should understand that to get yourself to relax and that different way, exercise, lying down or anyway. So lying down meditation is good to get yourself to feel relaxed at the beginning. <laughs> but if you're gonna meditate longer, and that position uh, might consider a bit too comfortable. <laughs> And when you get to a very deep relaxation, you might fall asleep, uh, which is not too bad, right? But when you fall asleep, sometimes you lost a control of the direction and then dreaming or... So I think I answered this uh, question before, what difference between sleeping and meditation that when we meditate, we get into the deep relaxed state and we keep it like that for a long time. But when we fall asleep, sometimes the monkeys jump again, right? We dream with different things. So uh, lying down is good to get started, but when you feel relaxed, sitting position is more sustainable for the deeper practice. Yeah, is this clear? <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it benefits, but in a different um, moment. Yeah, but in the long term, uh, when you meditate like a longer, like a 30 minute or more to get deeper, and lying down is not so conducive for for deeper uh, connection with your luminous mind. Uh, it, it, it's good for preparing yourself to sleep. <laughs> lying down meditation. 
Is that the question they asked, Rose? Yes, that 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 was the question from uh, Facebook from Tamisha. Um, Tamisha uh -huh. is actually a singer, uh, in and songwriter in Chicago, and uh, oh, nice. we interviewed her for a soul talk. Um, I think two weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, and then oh, uh, we have more message from Rocky. Uh, Rocky is actually um, she worked with the. Uh, um, if I remember, like also like yoga teachers and so the um, with the education, right? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That time, actually, if there's no COVID nineteen, uh, she she actually going to gather lots of like educators to to mm -hmm. um to the retreat, and we we were going to have the meditation session. Okay, um, she said, thank you, my daughter has joy today and she has been stressed from school and AP exam. She's resting peacefully now. I always enjoy the meditation. Thank you to, uh, to both of you for sharing this practice. Rose, so good to see you. Yes, Illinois Education Association. Um, so um, thank you so much for, for joining. Yeah, um, really glad to see you again too. Hopefully we can, um, you know, get in touch soon. All right. So, um, yes. So now, I'd like to ask you to um, to share with us. Uh, very um, excited to to learn that timeless wisdom. How can that timeless wisdom, something that people already been discovered, the Buddha been discovered uh, in the past, and it's universal and it can be used in this, like, uh, practical in this busy noisy world or in a modern world mm -hmm. okay good uh, so i will continue with the wisdom talk would like to share with you uh, when i heard you know i heard this term before midlife crisis and but when i was invited to speak on this topic so i really want to understand it clearly that what it actually mean um, you know, I'm, I'm from Thailand. We, we, we don't have this exact concept about this, but when you're getting old, sometimes the, you know, the hormone or anything in the body change, that's what we, we come, sometimes we call the golden age or something. Um, so I do some research about the midlife crisis and would like to share with you before I will address, let's understand this term and what is the perspective uh, in the pop culture and also in the academic way that how they see this mid midlife crisis thing. So in the information I researched that midlife crisis is a transition of identity and self-confidence that can occur in middle-aged individual. And it's a typically 45 to 55 years old. So the phenomenon is described as a psychological crisis brought about by events that highlight a person's growing age, inevitable mortality, and possibly lack of accomplishment in life. So this may produce the feeling of intense depression, remorse, and high level of anxiety, and the desire to achieve youthfulness or make drastic changes to their current lifestyle, or to feel the way to change past decision or event, so this term has been around since 1965. Yeah, Elliot Jackley is the one who coined this term in 1965. 
midlife crisis. However, there's a, that some people do research about it. And then now they have a, a question that that kind of psychological crisis will always happen at that time or not. And it turns out they have a split ideas on this midlife crisis thing that they said sometimes it start earlier and that's the ethics of the culture also in some culture drive that crisis more and in some culture less. So um, I think that's kind of interesting. And uh, when I look at it, I really look back to my own life. <laughs> that do I have that midlife crisis? I'm, I'm actually getting to that midlife crisis now. I'm, I'm 42 this year, so it's, it's coming. Um, so what I realized from uh, researching on this thing, that this kind of crisis in my view, it doesn't fix with a particular time. Yeah, some will start earlier, yeah. However, when I look at it from my experience and from what I learned from the Buddha, it's not always bad. Yeah, sometimes some factor happen to teach something to us. Um, I call this a metamorphosis process of life. Yeah, but when you start to feel not good or not feel content in life, it might be good or it not might be good. It depends. But general idea of the crisis or midlife crisis is not feel happy with something. Yeah, and then not feeling good. Yeah. I want to move further about this uh, idea that when this thing happens, how are we going to respond to that? And I, I read one one book, actually it's a TED talk, and the book called, If You Are So Smart, Why Aren't You Happy? That if you are super smart, why not you cannot figure out how to be happy? And that book reflect on, no matter what age you become, is always go back to this simple idea. We wish a happy life. And when life turns not happy, we want the answer, right? So this midlife crisis thing can happen. And some people have even more challenging crisis before 45. Imagine people in COVID-19 right now that get infection 20 years old or 30 years old. Yeah, it's not midlife crisis moment yet, but it's, it's, it's really serious. Or some earlier, yeah, I just saw in the news that now there's some new virus coming up, targeting kids, five or 13, is something spring up from corona, which is, oh, so this kinds of crisis is happened in different moments of life. So I believe prevention is better than heal. It's very important, no matter what age you are right now, preventive approach is always better that we learn something to be ready that no matter what crisis comes, midlife, later life, or we should be fine.
So to address that uh, question about why we are not feeling good or we are not feeling content. Yeah, I met several people. They have a good job, good money, a good spouse. Everything looks like good, but they're not happy anyway. They feel like a something calling or yearning for something more beautiful, more meaningful in their life. So I would like to jump into these two answers first, and then we look into what Buddha say about this crisis and management. The first answer come from 75 years old research at Harvard University. It's quite famous, maybe you watch that before on TED Talk, that there's a group of researchers who do the longest study about happiness. <laughs> that uh, the first group of researchers do some questionnaire after people at their young age. And then they pass on that research to ask again when all those people at young age getting old, like what, 70 or 80 years old, the group of the founding researchers, some already did <laughs> because they, they do the research with the kid, right? And they already died. So they pass that research to the next generation. So what they want to ask is when someone passed their life moment from the young age up to the moment they're gonna die, when they reflect back, what they think is the real happiness. Interesting, right? <laughs> so they, they go back to, to see those people that they asked the question when they were young, like a pre-test, like kids time, teenage time, and then post-test after all experience. And the answer is quite interesting. When people look back, it's not money, it's not fame, it's not is a good relationship, trusted relationship that makes someone feel happy really. They've been asked what moment, what makes you feel happy? Is that connection with family? Is that connection with that community? So they have some sentence summarized. Good relationship keep us healthier and happier. Loneliness kill. Yeah, so that is interesting answer, right? From 75 year research. Uh, I will not comment now that from Buddha perspective, we agree or not agree on this thing. Yeah, but that is the answer from Harvard, like a scientific answer. Another good answer that a bit artistic, but also interesting, John Lennon, <laughs> the Beatle, yeah. Uh, this is a quote that he said, when I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grow up. I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment and I told them they didn't understand life. John Lennon. It's kind of cool, right? <laughs> yeah. People keep always try to get the number, statistic, and try to quantify happiness. Sometimes the most beautiful thing, you cannot measure it. 
you cannot quantify it. You just feel it in your heart. You just touch it with your soul. So that come to my answer that I learned from the Buddha. Um, right now, I do some work with Columbia University in New York. We would like to understand more how Buddha will respond to happiness and even global crisis like a climate change, uh, poverty, this and that. So I work with a professor, uh, his name is Jeffrey Sachs. He, he advised UN also. So he asked me to uh, do this thing because he do the happiness report every year that which country is the happiest country. And he want to ask what Buddha will say about the happiness in the world. So I come up with the model that what Buddha talk about happiness, it come in a frame called inner peace education. And there are four factors of happiness. The first one, body. The second one, heart. The third one, mind. And the fourth one, spirit. Yeah, that's an actual Pali scripture called uh, Satipatthana Sutta. Four Pali terms, Gaya, Retana, Jitta, Tama. In English, we call body, heart, mind, spirit. That's who we are. We will be happy or not happy, it depends on this. So I, it come up with this model. You want to be happy, great health, number one. Number two, great relationship. Number three, great wealth. And number four, great fulfillment. Yeah, that is the happiness. So I agree with Harvard's study on the great relationship, okay? I agree with John Lennon. Maybe that is fulfillment. If you're happy, no matter what career, someone respect you, not respect you, it doesn't matter. You know what you are doing and you feel good. With this model, no matter what crisis comes, it doesn't go beyond this. It's a health problem. It's a relationship problem. It's the money or financial problem. Or is fulfillment problem. You're not feeling good. You're not feeling satisfied. I would like to close my sharing and then we have some minutes for a question that I do have this happiness crisis, not at midlife, when I'm 16 or 17 years old and that time. Uh, I'm perfectionist like a Steve Jobs style. I'd like to be number one only. If number one feel good, number two upset, what happened? So I chased number one since I'm grade one. Yeah, very crazy. I read maybe too, ma too many Western books about a billionaire success. <laughs> I read Dale Carnegie, I read Napoleon Hill, you know, in Thailand, but I read all your book. And I start to succeed a lot. So um, good score, uh, beautiful girlfriend, uh, a lot of activities and I turn very stressed. It's like I achieve what look like to be achievable, but I have migraine. It's not from my mom, my dad. It's just from my pattern of thinking, very painful. And you know, it's interesting. I have a crisis that I feel unhappy. I achieve everything I set up 
I get to the best university. I'm number one in my class. I'm the uh, striker in the soccer team, everything. But deep inside, I not feel good and I feel severe pain. I need to go to hospital and get some medication. But I'm not poor, like I cannot achieve. I achieve everything. One day, I feel so desperate. I feel like maybe life is not so desirable. And then the, the dark idea comes. I want to commit suicide because I feel it's hard to explain, but you feel like a, you are hopeless that everything you do and you feel like happiness is there, it's gone. Happiness is there, it's gone. It come to my mind. Oh, I have everything, but I don't have peace of mind. Because everything that I have, I feel like if I lose it, I'm not happy. If I lose it, I'm not happy. My girlfriend, my number one, everything, is about the fear of losing it that drive me cannot sleep well. So I checked in Buddha teaching. He had this very powerful teaching that my answer midlife crisis or any crisis, you feel not happy with your life. He said, peace of mind surpasses all kinds of happiness. Peace of mind. It sounds simple, but it's super deep. It can start from you can manage your life well and you feel peaceful, or you go beyond well, relationship, health into enlightenment. That my mind free from any factor that will make me unhappy, no more fear, no more uh, comparison, hatred. So no more crisis, even no more rebirth. <laughs> if this is a cycle that we come again and again. So um, with that uh, things that I explained to you, Buddha said, my is a forerunner. My is cheap, my mate are there. If you can practice well, avoid that, do good, purify your mind every day, and your mind become clear and pure, you can detect why I'm not happy much clearer. Why my life into this crisis? All the answer will come. We call this wisdom from silent mind. When you can stop all that noise and chatter, it's just like a clear water that you see what beneath the water and all the answers just come. So no matter what crisis come, maintain that peace of mind and that peace of mind will lead you to the answer that bring real joy, real happiness into your life. I hope it's helpful and any question is welcome. <laughs> Okay, Rose, I pass microphone to you. That's what I prepare and I hope it's helpful. Um, thank you. Thank you um, so much Ka, for um, giving us like this wisdom. And yeah, um, yeah, I learned a lot tonight. And um, I think uh, we run out of time now because uh, we actually make pro the program to be just uh, one hour. Normally our class is like 90 minutes. Um, so that we have more time to meditate, more time to uh, really ask questions. Um, yeah. So if any one of you have the question, we have just 
time for one last question. But uh, while waiting for your question, I will just keep talking, talking, and talking. <laughs> okay. So um, what I like to to actually say is that um, yeah, after after listening to this, this is like peace of mind surpasses all kind of happiness. So actually, if you be able to just tap into that peace of mind, then you don't have to worry or you don't have to really go find out where um, the happiness is. Is already uh, within you. And um, so now here's uh, another thing I like to say for all of you that, that join via zoom you can save this zoom link because from now on we 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 will also um all of our facebook live will be taken place uh via zoom for all of our regular members and also we will do it uh on facebook as well for the newcomer for those of you who are watching us from uh, facebook if you interested in joining our inner circle to learn more to really make that real transformation happen, you can join uh, us on the pin comment. Join us weekly. That there's the link there. You can just uh, type, and you will see all the information. Okay. Now we have the question. Yes. Um, I saw yes. So many of Facebook. Yes. Um, so yeah, okay, all right. Let's just answer this question for all of you that if you don't have time and and you need to leave, you can. But if you have time, you like to listen to the answer, then uh, let's stay a little bit uh, longer. I think this is a very uh, good question. Uh, this is um, from from the Zoom. I like the mantra. Do you make your own mantra up? It is best, or what do you do to customize your meditation to your likes? Okay, uh, the mantra that I use today uh, is from my master, my founding teacher. Uh, it's a Pali. Yeah, Pali is a language in the Buddha time. Yeah, he, he found this, why he do meditation in the forest. Yeah, when he was young, he traveled. So he met with the forest monk and uh, it's called Samma Arahang. In the middle way meditation, we use this mantra as the main mantra. Samma means purity, Arahang means freedom. So you actually purify your mind to be free from the negativity. So that's, that's the, the one that we use. However, different techniques of meditation, they use different mantra. Uh, how we can customize this? The founding teacher of the middle way meditation, he put it like this. He said, the way that you meditate and get to the peace of mind and lead to luminous mind, very shining, is two main ways. One, you just meditate and then do nothing. Close your eyes and let everything sink down. And comparing to the analogy, like when you go to the river, and you're on one side, the bank of the river, and that side, anxiety, stress, and tension. The other side is peace, love, and kindness. That is stream of thought in the river. So the first way is jump into the river and you just swim. Just go, close your eyes, and then let's see how you swim. And when you reach 
you feel calm and peaceful, you reach a destination you wish for. By the second technique, Long the fighting teacher, he said, some people not strong enough to swim into the stream of thought, so get on the boat. Yeah, so the visualized image, like the sun, the moon, the star, or even the mantra, is like a different kind of boat that you can get on. So you get on the boat, enjoy your ride. When the boat hit the other side, you know. You just walk into the bank of the river and enjoy, not carry the boat anymore. I teach meditation, six continents, and most of my students is non-Buddhist. They are Catholic, they are Jewish, they are Muslim. So uh, they didn't use uh, only Pali mantra that I give. Like in Philippines, they use God is love. Uh, in Jordan, Muslim friend, they use uh, Allah, Allah. <laughs> and use the crescent as the visualized image. But finally, you know, no matter what religion or belief system, when they get to that stillness, they touch the same luminous mind. It's just, they call it different names. So I just summarize to you that the main way to look at how to customize your meditation, two main ways. No board, no to just be still and let yourself sink down or get on a boat. And if you're gonna ask me what kinds of boat, it can be any kind, any color you like. Or you said, uh, love is real, love, you know, any term you can use. What you feel good and bring peace to your mind is good. My teacher, when he, when he taught kids, he asked the kid to visualize ice cream ball, chocolate ice cream, uh, strawberry. <laughs> so it's very various, but just two main way without any two, jump to the river or have some to get on the boat. Uh, any person will have their preference. So meditation is scientific. There are some principles, but also very artistic. You need to feel it that today I'm gonna jump to the river or today I want to get on the boat. You will know when you are calm and you feel it. Okay, that's... <laughs> There is a um, thank you, Halong P. I think it's uh, very clear. There's um, someone also um, just summarized for us that if you can't swim, then just get on a boat. But if you can swim, just swim. <laughs> and then um, that is, uh, I also Ross, add my own opinion too. Ross, I saw one question, uh, Vanessa Lee. Yes, um, yes, that's right. But um, there is actually like another question related to this. Uh, I'd like to um, actually ask you this question first because uh, yes, it's yes. related to this mantra. And then we will mm -hmm. go to Vanessa Lee. So um, there's one question asking, are you able to share the mantras and meanings? Share the mantra. Uh-huh. Yeah, can. You know, um, in different tradition they have a different style how they gonna teach that the mantra is secret or in our tradition the middle way meditation there's no secret mantra yeah the mantra is written in the book <laughs> and anyone can use it and that the meaning also clearly explained yeah so it's fine to share this 
Yeah, it is the boat, and everyone deserves to get on the boat to the other side of happiness and joy. So why not? Yeah, but I, I do not uh, comment on any tradition that how they manage how they use the mantra. In our tradition, mantra can be shared, and it could be good energy also to help other people and to meditate better with that kindness. Yes. All right, and then the next one from Vanessa. Uh, when meditating, I feel like progress is about to take place, but it doesn't. Is there anything we can do to help? Yes, okay. Um, you know, this is interesting question. When we meditate, when we meditate, the main idea is we can purify ourselves and then we attain peace of mind. And that's the main thing. To get to the good meditation experience is about not thinking. Yeah, because in the thinking process, it blocks the flow to the peace of mind. Yeah. So uh, when we meditate, especially for someone more experienced, they sometimes have good experience and they think about it, that, oh, that experience will come again or not. Okay, you, you listen uh, slowly and then you observe. Any day that you meditate and feel so good, you didn't think about that experience before. You just, oh, wow, today is so good. And once you have that good experience, you want it again, you know, it's something tasty, it, it's nice. And you know that, and everyone said meditation is good. If you meditate the second time or the third time or the fourth time, and you want to experience the same peace of mind or experience, you need to maintain your state of mind to be the same. It's very scientific, one plus one equal two. But once you start meditation, with some thought that, oh, some good spirit gonna come. So the mind that approaching the experience is not the same mind that approaching the good one. Can you follow me? That the day you made it good, you didn't think about anything at all, right? And that's how you can achieve. So uh, referring to your question, Along the way that you meditate, focus on the method, not the result. Because when you keep your eye off from the method, method means peace of mind, calmness, gentle. You focus too much on the result, you lost the track for the right method. The right method is not thinking at all. Once you involve in preparing your mind that, oh, something good gonna happen, your mind is not actually free in the process. And that's why good, you feel something gonna happen, but it didn't happen. Because your mind, uh, it kind of pre-imagine and that thought block the real experience that's gonna happen. I'm not sure it is clear or not that you meditate and how to improve this. Anytime you meditate 
just make sure that you feel comfortable, easy, and be in the present moment. Not thinking about experience, not thinking about anything. Even you have tendency because we in the this world that we plan. Everything is planning, planning, planning. So our mind get to this mode of planning, even in meditation, right? So you just be with calm, peace, and enjoy the present moment. And don't worry about the time. Don't worry about what will happen. If those thoughts come, do not pay attention to it. And that kind of habit of pre-planning will start to go less and less and less. Once you become natural, good experience will come without any planning. And you will start to see the track. Oh, I, the way to get good meditation is, I not think about it. And when it come again, you know, oh, next time, I don't think about it again. And then it come again. Um, it's not too difficult. It's just a different subject, you know, like you, you learn mathematics and you cannot do that mathematics in a violin class. It's just a different animal, different kind. The last thing that I will summarize is, the more you can feel that it's okay, I'm not in a hurry. The, the, the slower you allow yourself to be in the process, the faster it will become. The faster you want it to become, it becomes slower. Yeah. It's a bit tricky, but not too much. But once you see the pace, you understand how it works, you can achieve the good experience again and again. Uh, my teacher have a very clear uh, explanation. He said, no matter how many years or how long you've been practicing, meditate every section like a first section in your life. Yeah, I pretend. First session, because the first session, my beginner's mind is free from the past experience that, oh, comparison mind that, oh, in the past it's like this. And no future comparison also because it's the first session. So every time, don't worry about the intellectual or anything. Just feel it and meditate fresh. Start fresh every time. Everything that you know in your conscious level will subconsciously connect by itself. Be comfortable, easy. You'll be there without any planning. Okay. <laughs> wow, thank you so much. And um, thank you everyone for, for watching. Uh, for those of you who join via Zoom, um, if you like to leave, feel free to do it so because now I'm just going to make the announcement. But for those of you who join via Zoom, uh, you will receive an email about tomorrow event. So no worries. Um, it's already late. If you like to, um, you know, go to bed, um, no worry, you get an email for sure. And then for those of you who are watching on Facebook, now um, let me share something uh, with you. Just, just like a, a little bit of the um, announcement. Um, so that you know what's going on um, this week. Okay. Uh, let me see.
Okay, let me... Okay, alright. So here is the thing. Tomorrow. So tomorrow you will learn uh, from Lumpi Pasura. Um, the topic is facing grief in the challenging time. And then... Um, also, he will, he will be here with us on Friday as well. And then on Saturday, there's a group meditation. This is not a Facebook live session. This is just only for the Zoom session. So if you're interested, you can get more information uh, via the link the, on the pinned comment, connect to the real you. So if you're interested in getting the benefit of meditation, something that way beyond just the calmness, something that can help you really uh, go deep into your pure consciousness, go to that silent mind so that you can really get um, the benefit, the most benefit of meditation, be able to bring out the better version of yourself, then consider joining this class. And then on Sunday, also for those of you who love to meditate, like deepen yourself in long hour meditation. Then join us on Sunday with Lung P. Sander. Oh, again, this is just the Zoom session. For the daily pause, we are uh, something that we have on Facebook Live. It's just only for Monday to uh, Friday. All right. And um, thank you again for all of you to um, join us tonight. And for any of you that would like to be the volunteer, would like to support um, this inner peace, this peaceful community, um, tomorrow we have our volunteer, Ron, will be the, the host and the MC of the program. For any of you who, who like to help us uh, with the social media, or if you can be an MC or the host of the program, feel free to. Uh, contact me inbox me if you're on facebook or type on the comment if you're in zoom you can email me and all of you you have my phone number so just text me if you like to help out you like to build this community and if you think that this is something the world needs then joy force let's make world peace through inner peace happen together we can make this world a better place to live. Thank you so much. And thank you, Ha Long Pi Burin. Thank you, the teaching monk, for um, really uh, helping us in this community and uh, serving the world. Thank you so much, Ha. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Rejoice with everyone. <laughs> thank you so much. And see you again soon. See you again tomorrow via this link for all of you that joy um, via the Zoom. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. So, Nongroat is done? Yes, Ka. we'll open the last thing, um, but uh, feel free to, to, to leave. Ka. Uh, we'll open what Hanna would like to tell everyone. And then oh. it's gonna be it, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go sleep now. Okay. It's late there. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Take care. See you. Thank you. Bye
Thank you for watching Daily Pause. If you learned at least one thing from this program, please click like, subscribe, and share this video with your loved ones or those in need. See you again every Monday through Friday, 8.30 p.m. on the Meditation Center of Chicago. Thank you. Bye.